What are you obsessed with? Everybody, I think, has some type of obsession in life. When I was little, I was absolutely obsessed with Legos. I had every Lego set. I knew every color. I knew every brick. I knew when they were going to release new sets. I knew everything about the Legos because I was so obsessed with it that I had to go and find out everything about said thing. And the same is going to be for us no matter what it is in life. If we're obsessed with sports, we're going to know who all of the uh, most popular athletes are with all their stats. We're going to know who's going to what team, who's playing who, where it's going to be. We can predict how that's going to play out with the scores. Whatever we're obsessed with, we have to know everything about it. So we listen to this gospel passage and we hear about this merchant who goes out and searches for the one pearl of great price. The one pearl. You can't search something out and then be willing to sell everything that you have in order to buy one little thing unless you know all about it. You know what it's about, you know what it's worth, you know where it came from, you know really what the value of it is and how you can benefit from it. No one goes and sells everything that they have to buy the entire field where this treasure is buried. There's two different parables Jesus talks about, but it's the same message. That in order to be so obsessed with something, you have to know what you're getting into, you have to know what it's worth, and you have to give yourself time to learn all about it. And it's really not like homework because you actually want to learn about it. You want to know more. You want to do the research. To know more and more and more. You cannot be obsessed with something that you don't know. That you've never heard of. That you've never seen. So when Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is like this treasure buried in the field. We get the whole field when we find it. It's like this pearl of great price. We go and sell everything that we have in order to buy it. We actually have to know what it is that we're receiving. If that's like the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, then do we really know what we're going after? When we read the gospel, do we know the words? Do we know what it's actually trying to tell us? There are some great stories in there, some good parables. This guy, Jesus, does some spooky things and raises people from the dead. He drives out demons and everything else. We know about what happens. But are we willing to actually give ourselves time to know the depths of what the gospel tells us? It's a weird way to put it, but the gospel is really intoxicating. When you really do understand and believe the truth and the fruit of what the Lord Jesus has done for us, there's nothing that could possibly stop us from going after this treasure buried in a field, this pearl of great price. So the next question becomes, have you seen this pearl of great price? Have you held it in your hand? Have you experienced it? Have you been so overwhelmed and overcome with the joy of the gospel, the love of the Lord, the mercy of God himself, that you're willing to give everything that you have to go and find this pearl, to buy this field? Last Sunday we heard about the field being sown with wheat and weeds. And Jesus insinuates that the field is worth keeping, even with all the wheat, all the weeds among the wheat. All of the chaos and the disaster, it's worth keeping. And that same field where the treasure is buried this Sunday, we hear about, it is worth going after. But there's a sense of urgency if you listen to it. This person finds this treasure, they rebury it, and they buy the whole field to protect it, to make sure and to ensure that it is theirs, that they get to keep it, to hold on to it. 
If the kingdom of heaven is like that, we should never want to lose it. We should never fall out of love with it. But unfortunately, time and time again, as human beings, we just kind of go on autopilot. We know that firsthand as Catholics. How often do we come to Sunday Mass and we do the whole Catholic aerobics? Sit, stand, kneel, shake hands, sign of peace, going through the motions. But it demands that we come back to the field, come back to our first love, if you will, that good news of the Gospel. In Revelation chapter 2, God says, one thing I will hold against you is that you have forgotten your first love. One thing I hold against you is that you've forgotten your first love. You've forgotten me. You've forgotten this pearl of great price. Because in order to love someone truly, you have to know who they are. Good, faithful, authentic love demands that we know this person through and through. And so this pearl of great price that we fall in love with, this field that this this treasure is in for us to go and buy and to keep for ourselves demands that we know the Lord Jesus to a certain extent, to a depth that we won't fall out of love with Him. Just because we work for the Lord, just because we tell someone about Jesus Christ doesn't actually automatically mean that we know who He is. Because we can tell somebody about a treasure or a pearl of great price and maybe it's just this repetition of what we've been told by somebody else. I can tell you a little bit about what happened with the College World Series. I don't know sports. I can tell you some of the popular players and what happened and who we beat and all these things. I watched it, but I don't know the inner depths of what actually happened. It's from, telling, from other people telling me this is what happened. That's who this is. This is where they're going to end up going. To know someone, to love someone, is to know the inner depths of who they are. And so for us to say that, yes, I love God, I love the Lord, I draw near to Him, do you know the depths of His heart? And it's not something that we can just research and look into. It's not something that's fully even revealed in the Gospel, but Jesus Christ continues to reveal His heart to us over and over. But that only happens if we're willing to return to the field again and again, to go back to meet our first love, if you will, that pearl of great price that prized possession that we don't just get and say, wow, this is great, put it off on the shelf and then walk away from it, and every now and then glance up and admire it. But to truly treasure something is to show it off, to want other people to see it, to share, so that they can experience that same joy, hopefully, that same love, that same freedom and redemption that you've experienced. That is the good news of the Gospel. The story does not just end when the book of John concludes. The story doesn't come to a conclusion when Jesus ascends back into heaven. The book of Acts tells us how the disciples continued to return to the field, if you will, again and again, to go out and spread the gospel more and more. They didn't keep it hidden. We've said it a thousand times from this, Ambo. Go and proclaim what you have received here. Share with the world this pearl of great price that happens here on this altar. We have to keep coming back to draw from the well, to go back to the field, to see the pearl that we have bought, to be willing to give everything up. Is it easy? No. It's never been easy to give everything of yourself, to sell everything and to buy this pearl of great price. But is it worth it? Absolutely. Is it worth the trouble? Is it worth maybe the persecution or the friction or the rejection from other people? 
if you truly are in love with the gospel and who the gospel presents to us as Jesus Christ, God himself in the flesh, if you truly do love him, then there is nothing else that could separate us from him. And I don't mean that as an attack. If you find yourself on the fence right now or in maybe a love-hate relationship with our Lord, that's okay. You're here. You've returned to the field. Let him tell you the good news of the gospel. Let him continue to reveal his sacred heart to you, this heart of love, this heart of redemption. In order to return to that field so that we don't fall out of love with Jesus, there are some steps we can take. Thank God the church is established by Jesus and he gives us everything that we need. First and foremost, the sacraments, namely reconciliation and the Holy Eucharist. We come here every Sunday to hopefully, if we're in a state of grace and prepared to receive, we receive our Lord body, blood, soul, and divinity. We can never fall out of love with him if we really prepare ourselves to truly receive him. Not just to go and quote-unquote take communion, but to receive the gift that he offers to us. To go to confession and to make a good confession, knowing that it's not a place of shame or guilt or condemnation or judgment, but a place of freedom where the good news of the gospel comes back to life and we're resurrected. Just like Jesus walking out of the tomb every time we walk out of the confessional, it's like a little mini resurrection. We fall back in love with him. We read the scriptures. The gospel is chock full of the glory of God. All of scripture is. But namely, reading the gospel and letting the Lord Jesus reveal to us who he is, reveal God the Father to us, sending us the Holy Spirit with the Father, drawing near to fall in love with him again and again. The community here gathered around you, these are people who, although imperfectly, love the Lord, know the Lord, and encourage you to do the same thing. You encourage somebody else as well. Share what the Lord has done with, for you this past week. Share something that reminds you again and again that God is alive, that Christ is in the Eucharist, that the Scriptures mean something to us. You never know the glory of the Lord waiting just to be shared with someone else, even if you tend to think that, oh, my experience isn't much. It's just something little. Well, so is a pearl of great price. It may be small, it may seem insignificant, but it's beautiful, and it's priceless. So let's keep coming back to the field, keep coming back to this buried treasure, this pearl of great price, to fall in love with our first love again and again. The first love who met us as we rose from the waters of baptism. The first love who meets us over and over again in the confessional to say, I still love you, and I forgive you. The same love who again and again at this very altar makes himself present to us under the appearance of bread and wine. The same love who confirmed you. The same love for those of you who were married formed you as one with your spouse at the altar. That same first love whose name is Jesus Christ, who dies no more, who is risen and living, and who has all the world to give us. That treasure, that pearl of great price. He is that pearl. Let's not fall out of love with the Lord, but continue to draw near to Him. Continue to come back to the field to see that pearl, to hold it again, and to let our hearts be conformed over and over in a newness. In a newness. With glory. With mercy. And all these different gifts that the Lord has to give us. We go back to the field. We receive from Him. 
And over and over, we fall deeper and deeper into love with him. Thank you for listening to the Christ the King at LSU podcast. The ministry here is possible thanks to our generous supporters. If you would like to become a CTK Golden Giver or learn more, please check our website. Your monthly support of $10, $25, or more reaches hearts across LSU's campus and beyond. Details can be found on the website at www.ctklsu.org.